Hi, I'm Brim Bamber, and this is the Burnout to Brilliance podcast, where you'll learn how to go from overworked and overwhelmed to a place where you realize your sensitivity is your greatest gift, and you're energized by both your work and your life. Here we go. Hey, everyone. This is episode number 38 of the Burnout to Brilliance podcast. And I am live streaming on Instagram. So for those of you who are listening on the podcast, make sure you hop over to my Instagram, which is at Bryn underscore Bamber, if you ever want to see the video version and the live version of the podcast. So today I wanted to talk to you about sales and selling. Selling has probably been the hardest part of, of starting a business for me. I have never studied sales or business. I was not the kid with the entrepreneurial spirit. I never had a lemonade stand. I never sold pop out of my locker. I never did any of those things that a lot of Um, entrepreneurs do and then when I started um, working I I never worked in the sales department or the marketing department or anything like that I was creating content I was working with people I was helping people grow and become better versions of themselves and that's what I love to do and so when I ended up studying core energetics and going into private practice, sales was definitely the challenging part for me because I basically had no experience in it. I had no idea what I was doing and I didn't like it. I When I think of those people who did have lemonade stands and were kind of comfortable putting themselves out there early on I was kind of the opposite of that I was the person who would rather like hide than try to sell something (laughs) to people and I mean I've always loved championing championing my friends and selling other people's stuff if I find a product or a service that I love I've always been that person that's like you have to try this but when it came to selling myself selling my services that was a real learning curve for me and not something that I was excited about doing. So I wanted to talk to you today about my journey, what some of my major blocks were, and how I've moved from that place of basically hating sales, thinking they're icky, thinking that all salespeople are snake oil salesmen, (laughs) um, to enjoying it. and, And actually, I'm at a place now where A lot of times I actually love selling, which I never, ever thought those words would come out of my mouth. 
but when I can do it in a way that's authentic and really thinking about the person in front of me and can I help them? Can my services help them? Can my services change their lives? It's a totally different conversation and a different energy and it's something that I really enjoy. So here's what was blocking me. I want to talk about that first. So the first thing that was blocking me is that I thought sales were icky. Um, I imagine we've all had that experience with either in a store where a sales clerk is following you around and trying to pressure you into buying something or now like you have people calling you trying to get you to buy something or now on social media you know I'm currently being courted by these people who want me to speak at their conference for the low low price of six hundred dollars and so they're like hey do you want to speak at our con and and I answered a few times and then I've kind of stopped answering and they just keep messaging hey we sent the form are you going to fill out the form are you going to buy are you going to buy are you going to buy and doesn't feel good it sounds it feels a little like they're desperate on their end and it's not a fun experience so I had a lot of people who um, I'd experienced that kind of icky sales with and so I didn't really want um, I didn't I, I didn't want to be that person. I didn't want to be an icky salesperson. I didn't want to be um, s- desperate and, and, and pressuring people or trying to manipulate people or all these things, all these tactics that you can do in sales and some people do do in sales. I didn't want to be that person, so I just put all of sales and I was like, nope. I'm not doing any of that. I'm not touching any of that. I don't believe in that. That's not who I am. That's not who I want to be. And so I just thought, you know, sales is bad. Full stop. That's it. Um, And I don't want to do it. And then, you know, obviously starting a business, you have to sell yourself. No one else is going to, especially when you're just starting out. And so I had to start to shift my thoughts around sales so how do you heal this thought if you have this thought and maybe you have some craft or maybe you are a teacher or you're a healer and you want to help people how do you reframe if you have that sales is icky sleazy slimy story in your brain the way I did so The first thing to do is I want you to think of an amazing sales experience you've had. So maybe you've had an experience at a shoe store where the person was like super friendly but also gave you your space to look around and find, you know, the shoes that you liked. And then as soon as you wanted to know if they had this particular model in your size they were totally there they were there to answer any questions you have get you the proper size help you try it on see how it looks and they were just super nice and available and friendly but not 
um, pushy or you or slimy or trying to manipulate you or trying to have you buy a shoe that was totally out of the price range that you had walked in imagining or maybe it's at a clothing store maybe there's a certain clerk that's really honest about her opinion on the outfit and says that looks great and that shirt doesn't look great that other shirt doesn't like go with that one that one's the nicer one or maybe it's even um a barista that says you know gets you your coffee is super friendly and nice and says like hey do you want anything else to go with that and when you say no she's just like okay great you know this is your total continues to be friendly so there are ways to do sales that are authentic that don't involve manipulation that don't involve pressure and desperation and any of those things and I think we've all experienced that as well someone who genuinely wants to help us get get us the information about the product or service and help us make the best possible decision for ourselves when we're deciding whether to buy or not or which model to buy and so you can be that person (laughs) you can be that sales person who is super friendly and authentic and genuine and supportive and giving information but also you know not trying to pressure not trying to manipulate you can do sales the way you want to do them and I know for me that's where I want to come from I want to come from a genuine authentic place and if I think that my service can really support someone I want to say that you know like I think this could really help you and these are all the ways it could help you but I also don't want to force them into it or try and manipulate them or message them 14 times when they haven't written back that's not who I want to be so I want to talk about another thing that was blocking me from being a genuine salesperson or from doing sales at all you know I would say when I first started my business I just hid and didn't sell anything and wrote helpful blog posts but didn't tell people that they were that they could work with me didn't even let them know that I was open for business um so the second block was I thought that if I had power, I would misuse it. And so this one is a bit deeper. And also you might be thinking, what does that have to do with sales? So let me explain. Um, I guess the first part is that I think in my mind, money symbolized power. And because as a child growing up, some of the adults that I was around were misusing their power, I got to a place where I thought that if I had power, I would misuse it. I kind of developed this belief that people who have power hurt people. I had some examples of that 
in my childhood. And so I created this story that anyone who has power is going to hurt someone else. That's what power does. Power hurts. And because that was part of my experience as a child, this became very deeply ingrained. Now, the only problem is that meant whenever I had an opportunity to have power or power came my way, I my automatic impulse was to push it away. I was like, I don't want power. I don't want power because if I have power, then I'll also hurt people. And that's not what I want. So it's it, it this is a deep one it was lodged deep in my subconscious and it's actually taken many years of work to work on it because it's this deep held belief from my past that I have to keep kind of working with but the more I can heal that and have examples of power in my life people with power in my life who are using their power for good that's one of the ways to heal this is to you know look at a rich person that you admire that is taking care of themselves and the people around them but maybe is also involved in philanthropy or very eco-conscious or using their power for good and another way to start to heal this one is to look at how do you want to use your power it say you uh really put your whole heart into sales and you sell a bunch of your product or a bunch of your services what are you going to use that money for how are you going to spend it how do you want to spend it and starting to see that you're the type of person that's going to use that power maybe to hire other people or to donate to causes you believe in, to take better care of yourself, to eat food that is local and supports local farmers. Whatever is important to you, there's no formula here about how you want to use your power and spend your money, but it can be really helpful to put that all out there and decide how you want to use it so that you your subconscious can start to say okay this is what I'm when I have power maybe I'm not going to do it like this particular person in my childhood that didn't use it very well I'm going to use it like this this and this and the other piece that can start to help to heal this is doing some inner child work and this is something I have a entire podcast episode on episode number 33 of the podcast is called your inner child is sabotaging your marketing so if you're interested in doing some inner child work I recommend going to that episode of the podcast I also have a blog post on it that is about inner child and starting to do inner child work because some of these deep deep seated beliefs around money it's 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 a deep work that needs to happen to start to heal them and so that you can step 
authentically into your business and into your sales. So the third thing that was stopping me from selling and making me think I don't want to have anything to do with sales is I was scared of success. So I was starting this business and going around doing all the things and listening to all the different marketing and small business gurus on the internet. There are a lot of them, I have to say. And so I was listening to all the podcasts and trying to follow the formula and figure it out and saying I wanted my business to grow. And at the same time, there's a part of me that was scared of success and was sabotaging any efforts that I did make. So some examples of that self-sabotage could be I would spend a lot of time Right, creating my website, writing my sales page, not really know what I'm doing. So writing a sales page and then editing and then editing and then editing and not posting, taking a long time, creating a program and creating a, a program guide. Another way that I used to sabotage myself was I would create a program, then I would try to sell it, and I would try to sell it one way, and I would get a few sales, or I wouldn't get, but I wouldn't get as many sales as I wanted, or sometimes I would get no sales. I've definitely had zero dollar launches, <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh my god, there's something wrong with the program. I'll create a new program. Instead of realizing, oh, maybe there's something with the wrong with the way I'm selling it. It's not the program itself that's the problem. It's the way that I'm selling it. That's the problem. So I would throw out the whole program, start a whole new program, spend all this time building a new program, and then try to sell it, and then only get a few sales or not get any sales. And so... You know, none of this was conscious, I have to say. Like, I really thought, and, and you know, I believe I was doing my best. I was doing what I thought was best for my business. I thought I was doing what I thought would get me the sales that I wanted. And, but there was a hidden part of me that was self-sabotaging, that was not, you know not doing not doing what was actually helpful and that was actually moving me towards the success that I kept saying that I wanted and so why was I doing that why was I sabotaging well with success comes a lot of exposure a lot of you know, I would be in front of more people. If I made mistakes, my mistakes would be more public. More people would know. Maybe more people would judge me. Maybe the way, you know, in my other thought that I thought people with money and power are, are use it to hurt people, I thought maybe people would judge me in that same way. And so, again... There was 
what I thought I wanted and then the subconscious thing that was saying, no, no, stay small, stay quiet, stay hidden, stay out of the spotlight because that's where it's safe and that's where you won't be judged. And that, again, comes from experiences of childhood of trying to put myself out there genuinely and authentically and things not always going well. Me not always getting what I needed or maybe feeling bullied or having other challenging experiences. And so it's taken a lot of deep inner work to start to heal this, to heal these old patterns because you can have the best laid plans and you can know all the steps to build an amazing business and you can even be taking those steps but if there's some old inner part of you that you know is afraid of success or thinks that power is a bad thing something like that those parts are going to come up they're going to sabotage they're going to um disguise themselves as logical this part this inner child part that's sabotaging you might say, oh, well, it's not logical to quit your job yet. Why don't we wait until this benchmark or that benchmark before you quit your job? Or it's not logical to invest in yourself and your business in this way. Again, maybe you can invest in yourself and your business at this bench point (laughs) or at this bench point. So this inner child part like these unconscious beliefs they're gonna they're very tricky and slimy and they'll kind of shape shift and use whatever tact maybe sometimes they use fear you know if you quit your job and then your business tanks you're gonna end up with not enough money you're gonna end up homeless sometimes they use fear as a tactic sometimes they use logic as a tactic they use all these different ways to sabotage you but until you do that deeper inner work of healing those old parts and 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 going through those painful childhood experiences that created them It's really hard to put yourself out there wholeheartedly and authentically into your business. And so if any of this resonated with you, if what I'm talking about, if you suspect you're doing these kinds of things for yourself, I highly recommend signing up for Core Energetics consultation with me in it's totally free it's a phone call where we'll talk about your problem your challenges and we'll look at what some solutions could be and talk about whether core energetics could be the right fit could be the thing that's going to get you from where you are now in your business to where you want to be So if you're interested in that, you can send me a direct message on Instagram. You can email me at Bryn at BrynBamber.com, and I'll make sure that's in the show notes. And we can find a time, put aside an hour to 
get to know each other, kind of dig into the challenges you're facing and see what's going to help you, see what is going to be the right fit. And you can continue, of course, to do this work on your own, do those reframes around selling, start to do some inner child work that I'll also link up everywhere. Um, like the podcast and the blog, I'll link those up so you can look at those and start to do this work on your own, start to heal these old patterns and habits that are leading you to sabotage yourself. So I have a feeling (laughs) that you have an amazing product or service. I have this feeling that it, whatever it is, it's really meant to help people. It's meant to be in people's hands and people's hearts. Um, Maybe you're a healer that can really help them transform their lives. Maybe you're an artist and when they walk into their living room and they see your original artwork on the wall after a hard day at work, it's just going to be a sigh of relief for them. It's going to be a brush breath of fresh air for them and so I have a feeling that you have something that people need that are going to change people's lives for the better and there might be this old challenging situations from childhood that is stopping you from going all in totally authentic, totally genuine in your sales. And so I really want to help. (laughs) I was there. I get it. I hid for many years in my business. And now I really want to help you to do that deep healing work, not only for your business. The thing about doing the deep healing work that I'm talking about is that it impacts every aspect of your life. It impacts your friendships. It impacts your romantic relationships. It impacts your career. It's just this whole, when you do this healing work, it's very holistic and every start area of your life starts to blossom, including you getting that dream you have for yourself and for impacting others out into the world. So email me, DM me. Let's hop on the phone and let's see if Core Energetics can be the thing that helps you to do that important healing work and get that product or service you have in your heart into even more hands and hearts around the world. Okay, I will talk to you in a few weeks. Take good care, wash your hands, wear your mask, and I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to pick up my free guide, Reduce Stress and Get an Hour of Your Day Back. You can find that at brynbamber.com slash relax. That's B-R-Y-N-B-A-M-B-E-R dot com slash relax. Have a lovely and relaxing day.